Well, good evening to you, my brothers and sisters. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we're glad about it. So good to see each of you in the room on tonight. Let's go ahead and share. Uh, share this with your neighbors, share it with your friends. It's going to be a great lesson tonight. We've got some exciting things we want to cover with you tonight. Let's get those numbers up. We're at 98 live viewers right now, but I know we can get that number up to at least 150 uh, in the next few minutes. So let's go ahead and share that with our neighbors, with our friends. Good evening to everybody that's in the room. Let me see. Karen Ellis, Kayola Williams, Sister Green. God bless you. Sharon Harris, Gene Clark, Terry Gray, Marilyn Woods. Sister Ellis, Linda Butler, Laura, Mother Gross, God bless you. Good to see you, Mother Gross. Felicia Williams, Virgie Butler, Mary Bell, Gwen Moncure, Ruth Ann Wilson, God bless you. Good to see everybody. Y'all go ahead and share it. Loretta Epps, Sister Luster. Listen, we want to be in prayer. We want to be in prayer. We know that. Um, look, look, what's going on with these hurricanes? Somebody tell me what's going on with these hurricanes. Amen. We got too many of them. Lord, let's pray. Let's pray for our brothers and sisters down in Louisiana and down in South Mississippi. Uh, we had a Delta uh, hurricane and then we got a Zeta hurricane. That's all I'm saying. I'm not starting anything. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Amen. But let's let's go ahead and be in prayer. Let's be in prayer for our brothers and our sisters. Uh, seriously, that that uh, God's hedge hedge and God's hand would be up on each of them on tonight. Amen. God bless you, brother Stevenson up in the Delta. Good to see you on tonight. God bless you. And from Tennessee, amen. Amira Bridges, God bless you. Good from Tennessee. Hey, listen, we're reaching people everywhere, and I'm so glad that you are sharing, so glad that you are connecting with us. God is a mighty good God. Amen. Listen, y'all, oh my God, we had a wonderful, wonderful time on this past Sunday, our first praise uh, part, praise party. Yeah, it, it really was. It really was a praise party in the parking lot. And what a great time we had. I, I thank God uh, for being able to see you and fellowship with you um, on sun, on this past Sunday for both services. For those of you who, of course, joined us uh, by way of live stream, certainly you, you didn't miss uh, anything because the service was just rich. It was rich all the way through. And and uh, for those of you who now now if you if you did not join the 12 o'clock on the live stream, uh, you did miss something because because uh, the 12 o'clock got a special uh, a special treat from our pastor emeritus uh, who, who was there first uh, first lady emeritus and pastor emeritus were at the 12 o'clock and uh, he got out of that car and he sang his song I know the Lord will make a way yes he will and do you know it got so good to him he had his walking stick with him and it got so good to him they stood up he stood up. And, and mama got out the car, y'all. Yes, she did. I'm going to tell it all. She got out the car. I had to see in Jonathan say, put her back in the car. Put her back in the car. Sit her down. It, it just got so good. It got so good. And we sat, we sat everybody down. Amen. Because we couldn't, we couldn't uh, do what we really wanted to do. Uh, but, but we thank God that we were able to do what we could do. Uh, together in 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 spirit of truth and 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 holiness and just an awesome time we had. So I praise God for each of you being able to share that with us. Amen. Amen. And amen. And listen, uh, we've got a lot of things we want to cover tonight. We got some people with us tonight, uh, but we also have with us our own our own minister of worship, Pat Cassie, uh, who continues to bless us with the praise team doing an outstanding job. An outstanding job they always do, and I'm just so grateful uh, for for them serving in the way that they do. This past week, this past Sunday, they just blessed our socks off. Yes, they did. They blessed our socks off with some great music, great worship for our first time back. And I thank God for them. And so now we're going to hear from our minister of worship, Minister Pat Cassie. Minister, I call you Pat Cassie. Eh? did it all for me i was so wrong and the chances that i've blown you show how much i know and the 
as far as I can show, you did it all. You did it all for me. All for me. You did it all for me. You gave your best. How dare I give you less? You look right past my faults. Still you pay the cost. You did it all. Did it all for me. I never will forget. Never will forget those sleepless nights. Did it all for me and living with my shame. You always forgave, you did it all. You did it all for me. Now, how can I go on? How can I go on without your love? Your love that paid the price. And what a sacrifice that you laid down your life. You did it all. You did it all for me. You did it all, you did it all for me, you did it all, you did it all for me. Did it all, did it all for little old me. My God, my God, my God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for this day, for this time together, and for all that you do for us. What an amazing God you are. Things that we don't deserve. You bless us in spite of. And we bless you tonight, God. We ask right now, God, that you open our eyes, open our hearts, open our minds to receive your word, to know what is true, what is not true. God, speak to our heart. Speak to our nation. Speak to our leaders. Guide us in your truth. We ask it in Jesus' name. And for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate you, brother. Amen. 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 Bless you, man. Bless you, man. All right, so listen, it's uh, it's time to get into the word, Amen. Time to get into the word. So, if you will, we want to we want to talk about. We've got uh, an election in six days. Six days, uh, we go to the polls, and we elect a president. We elect uh, for the state of Mississippi. We elect a senator. Uh, we elect. Um, uh, our judge, uh, Mississippi State Supreme Court judge, we've got we've we've got uh, initiatives on the ballot. We've got a new flag. Uh, we've got medical marijuana. Uh, we've got yeah, I'm gonna deal with that too. <laughs> we've got a lot of things that we've got to uh, we've got to vote on. And so for tonight, I want to talk about faith, government, and politics. Faith, government, and politics. That's our subject for tonight. And if you will, like I said, you might want to go ahead and share this tonight because it's going to get good. I promise you. Um, uh, go to Romans chapter 13. If you've got your Bibles, Romans chapter 13. And I want to start. I want to start with uh, this idea of government and the basis, the function and uh, our relationship to government, uh, because because. As people of faith, we don't need to shy away from uh, the fact that we live uh, in a society that 
that has rules, regulations, has a government in place, and we need to be actively involved in that government. Uh, there are roles and functions. There are um, relationships that we need to have with our government. We need to be active citizens. We need to be civic-minded, uh, and we need to be thoughtful in who we put in these places of power and position that affect our, our daily lives, that impact our daily lives. So we wanna to talk tonight about faith, government, and politics. Go to Romans 13, Romans 13, verses one through seven. Let me just lay some groundwork real quick. Verses one through seven of Romans 13. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and read it. I'll read it uh, for those of you who may not have it. Let me just read it. Um, it reads as follows. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from God and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment upon themselves. Rule, rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do, do what is good. And you will have praise from the same, for he is God's minister to you for good. And if you do evil, be afraid. But he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath upon him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes. For they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due. Taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. In Romans 13, Paul lays out a, a, a premise for the basis, the role, the function of government. And, and when you condense all that is said in verses one through seven, here's what you get. Godly government should be a blessing to God's people. Godly government should be a blessing to God's people or to people in general. I shouldn't just say God's people, to people. Godly government should be a blessing to people and godly people should be a blessing to the government. When you condense all of this down, that's, that's basically what this is saying to us. Godly government should be a blessing to the people. What Paul says is, listen, government is in place to bless people, not to not to lord over them, not to not to have an iron fence fist over people, not to do harm to people. Government is in place to be a blessing to its subjects. It's number one. Now, we know that there are watch this, that there are bad actors put on the world stage that end up not being a blessing to the people. But that should not be the case. That's not the intent. The intention is for government to be a blessing to people. That's the intent. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. That's the intent for government to bless people. And as government blesses people, godly people should be a blessing to the government. That's why he says, Pay your taxes. Give taxes to whom taxes are due. Customs to whom customs are due. Fear and honor to whom honor is due. And so as the government blesses the people, the people should bless the government. Okay? So we have we have a, 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 a basis for how government and people should relate to each other. Now, the problem is, the problem is when bad actors enter that stage, and government is no, long, no longer blessing people, but has become a hindrance to the flourishing of people. And that's why, that's why we, the people, have to be involved in the process. We, as God's people, have to be involved. We live in a land, we live in a, in a land where we have a democratic process, and as such, 
as such, we need to exercise it so that bad actors are not put in places that cause government to harm us when it should be helping us. Am I talking good? I hope I hope y'all getting this. I hope y'all getting this. So, so godly government should be a blessing to the people. And in turn, people, godly people should be a blessing to the government. All right. That's number one. That's number one. That's where we want to start. So, so, so knowing that and hearing that, think that what that suggests to us that is that then in six days and here on out, as we as we think about elections and as we think about what what our role is, what the role of government is and what our role is to the government, we've got to be thoughtful and mindful about who we put into office. I, I know, I know, I know, I know, you know, we think about it and we, you know, we pray about it and well, some of us pray about it. Some of us don't pray about it. We just do what we what we think we ought to do. But we ought to be in prayer about it. But as we enter in this season, I, I really think, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I think when it comes to elections and when it comes to choosing candidates, if I could just say it this way, I think we've made this thing way too hard. And listen to what I'm saying. I don't mean the process. I mean, we've made making the choice way too hard. And I promise you, it's not that hard. And people who make it a hard choice, they're making it a hard choice because in my mind, I believe it's a hard choice because you've got something inside of you for which you stand and something outside of you that you're looking at that does not corroborate or does not stand with or stand for that for which you stand. And yet there is this, this, this conflict because while you want to support or vote for someone, you know that that someone doesn't stand for that for which you stand. And so it's a conflict. So it's hard because it's hard because you know that 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 supporting that individual is not really in line with your core values. I'm going somewhere. I'm 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 gonna get there in a minute. I'm gonna get there in a minute. So so let me let let's just cut through it for a minute. Let's cut through it and quit making stuff so hard because it's not that hard. Tech tweet that it's not that hard who to vote for is really not that particularly watch this particularly as a believer it's not that hard now listen i know i know what's been done with the bible i know what's been done in it with religion as it comes as it relates to politics and faith and i know how the bible has been used to say uh, you, you ought to be doing this or you you ought to be supporting this individual. And 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 I'm not going to do that tonight. That's not what I'm going to do tonight. What I am going to do is make it real clear and make it real plain. What God says about character and characteristics that we ought to consider when it comes to who we're putting in office. And that's why I'm going to leave it. I'm just going to show you what the, because it ain't that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. I promise you. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Thank you. It's not that hard. Okay. So here we go. I want you, I want you to start with Proverbs chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter six, Proverbs chapter six. Um, uh, Proverbs chapter six, beginning with verse number 16. And these are qualities that God hates or qualities that God is against. This is just stuff. Listen, not that hard. This is stuff that, that the Bible says God hates this. God is not pleased by this. God does not enjoy this in people. Where is it? Verse 16. Let's look at it. Starting with verse 16. 
These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. What are they? Six things, seven things are abomination. Here they are. Number seven, verse 17. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Let's unpack it. Let's unpack it. Because I promise you, it's not that hard. Here it is. Qualities that God hates. That, that's six things. This is what the Bible says. 16, verse 16. Six things that the Lord hates and are seven are an abomination unto him. Number one, first thing. Bible says God hates is the proud look, pride, arrogance. People who are up on themselves, who talk about themselves, who believe themselves to be the greatest, the best, the smartest. Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm just, I'm telling, it's right there in the Bible. A proud look. So pride and arrogance is something that God hates. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Tell your name. It's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. This is, this is what the Lord hates. Pride and arrogance. People who are always talking about themselves. People who are always keeping uh, attention upon themselves people who are always making themselves out to be something more than they really are. God hates pride and arrogance. I didn't say it. He said it. Don't, don't come at me. I'm just reading what the word says. It says that the Lord also hates, secondly, a lying tongue. Liars. People who lie. People who don't know how to tell the truth. People who, when they're moving their mouths, they're lying. Y'all ain't talking to me. I'm just in the word. I'm just in the word. This is what the Lord hates. People who are too proud, pride, proudful, prideful, too proud. Amen. And then people who are lying. People who are always lying. Lying about this. Lying about that. That. All right. It, I'm just telling you. Don't, don't, don't. Amen. We're not calling names. We're not calling names. Amen. I'm just talking about what, what this says. Uh, hands that shed innocent blood. Murderers. Murderers. I don't have a commentary on that. I'm just saying that's what this says. Hands that shed innocent blood. Murderers. Verse 18. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. In other words, an evil heart. An evil heart. In other words, a, watch this. A heart that, in other words, watch this. When you, when, when all you're trying to think about and all you can consume yourself with is stuff that's wrong. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. Yeah, when 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 you when when you're watch this, when you're up scheming at night, devising wicked imaginations, when you're up in the morning, up in the daytime, wherever whenever it is, and you're just devising plots and schemes and trying to come up with things to cover this and to make sense of that. A heart that devises wicked imaginations, God hates that. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. Now, listen, don't get mad with me tonight. Don't get mad with me tonight. I'm just, I'm, all I'm doing is reading. Now, if, if, if these words, if these words bring pictures to mind, then that's just what the Bible says. Feet that be swift to running to mischief. Y'all gonna make me laugh in a minute. 
Verse 19, verse 19, a false witness that speaketh lies. A false witness, is, and so this is lying again, but watch this. This is, this is, this is one who perjures himself. One who is, who is lying on others under oath. A false witness. A false witness that speaketh lies. Someone, watch this, who, who, who gives a false testimony concerning someone else. That's what that is. A false witness that speaketh lies. Right. That that I know I know I'm telling a lie on an individual. I know that I'm spreading an untruth about someone. I know that I'm discrediting someone's uh, uh, reputation. I know that I'm bringing someone down a false witness that speaketh lies. Right. And then finally, watch this. He says, and he that soweth discord among brethren, among brethren, a destroyer of unity someone who is destroyed someone who is dividing sowing discord god says god says in his word i hate these things i hate these things people who sow discord people who rip up destroy divide and instead of building bridges that bring people together you erect walls that separate people, that pull people apart. I, I can't make this up, y'all. That's that's just right here. That's just right here. Okay. All right. So, so here we are. Now, 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 I, I'm I'm not painting a picture. I'm just reading the scripture. If a picture popped up in your head, then okay. That, that's that's who that that's who that represents. Now here here stay in Proverbs, stay in Proverbs because in chapter eleven, in chapter eleven of Proverbs, you find out that there are good qualities, qualities for a good candidate, qualities that make up a good candidate, a good person. I want you to look at Proverbs chapter eleven. Beginning with verse number one. Beginning with verse number one. And it's interesting because Proverbs is usually, um, Proverbs is written in such a way that it does not, there is not a a, a sort of, um, you don't usually exposit Proverbs, expository preaching of Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs are just that, little snippets of things that you read. They're wise sayings. But 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 in chapter eleven, you kind of get a sense of a unifying thread. You can almost preach an expository sermon from Proverbs eleven. Um, and, and so in Proverbs eleven, chapter one, here it says, uh, "The Lord hates anyone who cheats, but He likes everyone who is honest." Verse three. If you do, the, and I'm reading, from, I'm reading from the, this is the um, contemporary English version that I'm reading from, okay? CEV, the contemporary English version. It says, the Lord hates anyone who cheats, but he likes anyone, everyone who is honest. Verse three, if you do the right thing, honesty will be your guide. But if you're crooked, you will be trapped by your own dishonesty. And so right here, you get the idea that the Lord then likes honesty. Honesty. That's it. Give give me. A, it's not that hard, y'all. It's, it's not that hard. I promise you. It's not that hard. The Lord likes honesty. He hates dishonesty. He hates those that cheat, but he likes everyone who is honest. And so I'm voting. I'm voting. When I, when I go to the poll, I need to ask myself the question, is the person honest? Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Quit, quit, quit doing, quit doing all of these mental gymnastics to try to justify your vote, and just ask some basic questions. Is the person honest? There you go. There you go. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter eleven, verse two. Go to verse two. Too much pride can put you to shame. It's wiser, it says, to be humble. It's wiser to be humble. 
So the second thing, God apparently loves and is on the side of humility, honesty, and humility. There's something to be said about leaders who don't need to be lifted up. Leaders who don't need to be stroked. Leaders who don't need the best and need the attention and need everybody to be listening to them. I love, I love the fact, I love when leaders, here's, here's how you know when you've got, when you've got a wise and, and a secure leader. A secure leader, watch this, a secure leader knows that when he comes into a room, he or she comes into a room, that they don't have to sit in a certain seat. And really, this this goes for anybody. I'm, I'm really I'm really not talking about national politics right now. I'm really talking about just life. In terms of leadership, you know when you have become a good leader, when you know that it's not the seat you occupy, because wherever you sit, if you're a good leader, you're going to get the attention. If I'm at the head of the table, or if I'm at the end of the table, if you're the leader. Y'all not talking to me. See, I don't you, I, I don't have to get this, that and the other. And I don't have to have people doing this, that and the other. Right. If I'm confident and secure in who God has called me to be. Right. I don't have to have people go on and on and, and give me platitudes and this, that and the other. No, you know what? It, it's not even about that. Let's just get to the business of the day. My God, my God. All right. Yeah. So 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 humility, too much pride can put you to shame. It's wiser, it says, to be humble, to be humble. Our leaders, our leaders should not be be power hungry people. Because. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. All right, here we go. Proverbs 11. Proverbs 11, four through five. Proverbs 11, four through five. Uh, when God is angry, money won't help you. Obeying God is the only way to be saved from death. Uh, if you are truly good, you will do right. If you are wicked, you will be destroyed by your own sin. Verse 20, the Lord hates sneaky people, but he likes everyone who lives right. I wish I wish I had some good Baptists who would just simply say holiness is still right. Yeah, holiness is still right. There, there's some God says, listen, I need people in power and in places who are just right. Period. Just right. Just on the side of right. Just want to do right. Just go to bed thinking about what's the right thing to do, not what's what's the expedient thing to do, not what's the thing that that will get me reelected, not the thing that's going to get me. What's the right thing? What we need folk who are just committed to doing right. It's not that hard, y'all. It's not that hard. Who's going to do right? Amen. Amen. I got two more and we're we, 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 we going to get somewhere. Here it is. Fourth thing, fourth thing. Verse nine says, dishonest people use gossip to destroy their neighbors. Good people are protected by their own good sense. Verse 23, good people want what is best, but troublemakers hope to stir up trouble. All right, here it is. Here it is. Good qualities of a good candidate. Are they helpful? Because bad candidates, watch this. Bad candidates are in the are in the business of stirring up trouble, tearing others down. Right. That's what it talks about. Using gossip to destroy their neighbors. It's right there, y'all. It's not this isn't rocket science. This isn't rocket science. Who who I want representing me are people who are righteous, people who are honest, people who are humble and people who are helpful, people who want to help. People who at the end of the day look at their life's work and want to make sure 
that they have helped someone, that they have that the race that they've gotten in is not about them being lifted up. It's not about them getting some accolade. It's not about them uh, uh, getting their name uh, secured in in some 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 chronicles of 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 of, of success. But it is about did I help somebody? Did I make life better for somebody? And not just watch this, and not just my friends, but did I make life better for those who need help? Y'all not talking to me. I'm I'm really feeling good right here. Last thing, here it is, verse 14. Verse 14 says, a city without wise leaders, a city without wise leaders will end up in ruin. A city with many wise leaders will be kept safe. And watch this in Proverbs 15 and 22, it says, without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Here it is, and I'm through. Here it is. This says to us that we need people in positions who are willing to hear, to hear wise counsel. It, listen, we get in trouble when we start electing people who think they know everything. I can't, I can't, I can't, <laughs> listen, if, 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 if you are the smartest person in the room, your room is too small. You, you need a larger room. If you're the smartest person among your friends, you need some new friends. Yeah, because because you you have you have convinced yourself that nobody knows anything but you. What this what the Bible teaches us, and it's not this hard, y'all. If somebody is always convinced, watch this, that they're the only ones who know everything and they're the only ones who can save the country, who can save the city, who can save the state and, and they have all the answers. That's not the person who needs to be in position. Wise counselors who can help them to understand because we one person can't see it all from every angle. You need somebody, watch it. One of the things, one of the things that I try to do, and I listen, I love the fact, hear me, I love the fact that at K Chapel, at K Chapel, we have people who are in every party. We're not a one-party church. Hear that. And I love, I love being in conversations with people who are in the different parties because it helps us to see life from different angles. And my angle is not the only angle that matters. Help me, somebody. So listen, listen. Li yeah, it's not that hard. Text that. It's not that hard. It really is. It's not that hard. So we've talked about bad qualities. We've talked about good qualities. And before we go any further, let me ask, because we're going to get to the second part of this, um, go ahead, Travoris, uh, if you will, uh, the, the public service announcement uh, from our pastors, our local pastors. Will you go ahead and, and let the people uh, hear our public service announcement, and then we'll get to our special guest. Hello, I'm Dr. Isaac Jackson, Jr., president of General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi. COVID-19 is a serious crisis, and so is the state of the affairs of our nation of healthcare, social security, this pandemic concerns you, then you must vote in this election. Our current affairs can easily get worse if you stay at home. People literally died so that we could vote. Just think, there are people who still don't vote. Wow. Here's what happens when good people don't vote. Bad people get elected. Call your circuit clerk and request an absentee ballot application. Fill it out so you can vote early. And when you get your actual ballot, complete it and mail it back before the election. Or get up early on November 3rd, put on your mask, go to the polls and vote. Seniors like us can make a huge difference. So we're counting on you to vote early. Young people, our lives do matter and so do our votes. Protest alone will mean very little if we don't vote. Turn your frustration into motivation and make your voice heard on November 3rd. 
go vote. Amen. Amen. Listen, type it in. Go vote. Go vote. Now, listen, what I need you to do, what I need you to understand in that is that voting to, to vote in this election, we really have to be thoughtful about this, not just who we're voting for, whom we're voting, but how we're voting. We really have to plan this uh, because we're voting in the midst of a pandemic. So we know we've got to take our masks. We know we've got to be prepared for uh, longer lines. We got to be prepared for some things that we may not have anticipated along the way. So plan. Take you take you some water. Take you some snacks. Be ready uh, uh, for for what you may may encounter. Take your ID. You will need your ID. Don't forget your ID at home. And then you get up there, and then you get to the line front of the line, and then you have to go home because you forgot your ID. Have a plan when you vote. Amen. Have a plan when you vote. And right now. What I want to do is introduce uh, by way of video, and then we're going to get her live. I, I want you to play her uh, her uh, PSA as well, and then we're going to talk to our good friend, Judge Latrice Westbrook. Hello, I'm Latrice Westbrooks, candidate for the Mississippi Supreme Court. I'm reaching out asking you for your support, your prayers, and vote. During these uncertain and pivotal moments in our state and country, what keeps me grounded and hopeful is that I know that the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. I am a woman of faith. I have been active in church since I was nine years old and remain active today at K Chapel. We have seen the Confederate flag come down. Let us, as Mississippians, continue to move the needle in the right direction in establishing justice that upholds social progress. I humbly ask that you elect me as your next Supreme Court Justice, because justice consists not in being neutral between right and wrong, but in finding out the right and upholding it. The race is November 3rd. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome to the uh, live stream now our own Judge Latrice Westbrook. Go ahead and give some thumbs up and some Applause and some love. Show some love in the timeline for Judge Westbrooks. Amen. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, Pastor. How are you doing this evening? I'm Good doing evening, well. Family. Doing well. So glad you could join us. I know it's a busy time for you and you are on the campaign trail. So thank you for taking out just a few minutes uh, to come and greet us and, and share uh, more of yourself, more of your platform uh, with us. Many of many of our people already know, know you, but some may not. Uh, and and so uh, when you said you were a member of Cade Chapel, I know some people say, "Oh, wait a minute, this is some of, this is Cade." Amen. So God bless you. God bless. Listen, go ahead and tell the people because you are already serving on the Mississippi Appellate Court. Uh, go ahead and tell them what you're already doing because I, I I think some don't don't understand that you're already serving as a judge. Mm -hmm. Well, I thank you for uh, the opportunity to to present myself to everyone this evening. I am serving on the Court of Appeals. I was elected to that position uh, back in 2017. Uh, and as an appellate court judge, we don't hear uh, trials. We don't, we don't see juries. We don't uh, take witnesses. All of that is done on the trial level. So we all know um, our sister and friend, uh, Judge Tommy Green, uh, who sits as a circuit court judge, uh, Judge Faye Peterson, who's also a member of K Chapel. Uh, they are both circuit court judges. And so they take the juries. They uh, listen to evidence. They uh, receive evidence that's admitted. And all, all of that is created in a record. And that record is compiled. Uh, and once that case is completed on that trial level, it then goes to the appellate level and it comes to the court of appeals. And then uh, if the result is not favorable or someone wants to contest the result from the Court of Appeals, they then have the option to ask the Supreme Court uh, to hear the case. And the su Supreme Court, as everyone knows, is the court of last resort. And so currently I sit on the Court of Appeals. I'm one of 10 judges. I represent Hines County, uh, along with 24 other counties. Uh, but Hines County overlaps with the Central District, uh, which, is the court of, which is the Supreme Court District. And so I'm running for the Supreme Court, Pastor. I was listening to your, your sermon and because I have a heart for service. 
and I have always had a heart for service. And this is just an extension of my wanting to serve uh, the people of the Central District, the people of the Second Congressional District, uh, and the people of, state, of the state of Mississippi uh, in this capacity, because we, we need to have, uh, you know, in my opinion, my humble opinion, more um, compassion um, as it relates to the struggles of real people on the Mississippi Court, on the Mississippi Supreme Court. Amen. Amen. So, so, so just to be clear, so you, uh, just for our listening audience, mm -hmm. you, you ran for and won yes. your seat that you're currently, uh, yes. occupying on the Mississippi, on the appellate court. Yes. Your opponent, uh, was appointed to his seat. Is that correct? He was appointed to the seat on the Supreme Court, correct, by Phil Bryant. Uh, once, uh, then Chief Judge Justice Bill Waller vacated that seat in order to run for governor. So yes, uh, and, but he had run for the Supreme Court uh, against Justice Jim Kitchens back in 2016. So we were all on the campaign trail together in 2016 and the voters of the Central District uh, rejected him and, and voted for Justice Jim Kitchens, uh, who I would be have the honor to serve with along with Justice Leslie King on the Supreme Court uh, if we, everything goes the way I'm believing and hoping and praying it would go next yeah. week. Yeah, I, I, I bring that up just because I want to, I want that to be clear that mm -hmm. voters have already had a chance uh, to to vote on your uh, opponent and he was rejected by the voters. Yes. Uh, the only reason he's there is because he was appointed uh, by the former governor. And yes. uh, so we you have an opportunity uh, uh, now to 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 have the people say who we want occupying uh, that seat. And we, we certainly are praying. Uh, that, that that the people's voice uh, will be heard. And I want to also add that uh, the Central District has 14 of the counties that I've already won in the second congressional district. So out of the 14, out of the 22 counties, 14 of those counties I've already proven and the voters have already shown that they have their trust in me uh, to serve on the appellate courts. And so I have um, come back to them and asked them to say, look, we've done it on the Court of Appeals. I have served well on the Court of Appeals. I've written opinions on the Court of Appeals. I've outperformed uh, most of the judges on the Court of Appeals in terms of, of writing and rendering opinions and even have one to reach the United States Supreme Court, which coincidentally uh, is, is set to be heard on election day. Wow. So I am I am doing the job and I, and I take my job and my duties as a judge very seriously. And so when you send me to the Court of Appeals, all of us went to the Court of Appeals and I'm doing the job looking out for everyday real people. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Well, we are we're godly proud of the work that you've already done. And uh, we you. certainly believe that uh, that that God has his hand on you to do more work for the state of Mississippi. Uh, for all of our citizens, uh, and 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 just to bring to bring the justice uh, that 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 the Bible speaks of, let justice flow down like a mighty stream and righteous, right? That 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 it happens by having the right people in these places, and uh, our prayers are certainly certainly with you in in in, in this effort. This is uh, uh, so election is in six days. How are you feeling? You know what? I feel good. I go to sleep every night feeling good about the campaign, feeling good about where we are. Uh, it's a campaign. So you, you've been out on the campaign trail before. You, you know exactly uh, what it what it what it feels like at this time. Anybody who's put their name on a ballot and had to run for office knows it's a very nervous time. And so I'm not taking anyone or anything for granted. Uh, while I do feel good about the campaign, I'm definitely um, still nervous just like i was when i took the bar exam i mean this this is the longest bar exam ever uh and i won't know the results until the third of november uh so but i'm i'm staying hopeful i'm staying prayerful i i do want the um everyone to know that he started you know slinging mud he started you know with smear task tactics and we're having to deal with that but you know the one thing you know he's not doing is saying she doesn't have the experience He's not saying she's not doing the work. Uh, he's not saying that because he can't. So wow. I'm standing on my record. I'm standing on the fact that I have been uh, doing the job of an appellate court judge. Yeah. Uh, I've been staying firm, standing firm in my convictions, uh, in my beliefs uh, as an appellate court judge. 
and I will continue to do so as Mississippi's next Supreme Court justice. So again, you know, when they go low, I go high and I stand on my record. I stand on my experience uh, because I can and he can't and he can't compromise or or talk against that. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Listen, uh, we we started a, a, a hashtag tonight. I think we ought to end it with it. It ain't that hard. It's not that hard. The, the, the choice is not that hard. It really isn't. Um, and so thank you. Thank you, Judge. I'm going to let you go. Thank I you. thank you for taking out the time to be with us tonight. Our prayers and thoughts are, are certainly with you as you continue uh, to serve Mississippi uh, and as you go into these last few days uh, on the campaign trail. God bless you. Thank you again for joining Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. All right. All right. All right. So listen, folks. Um, we got six days. We got six days and we got some business to take care of. And uh, I pray that uh, our time together in the word of God uh, helps to make it very clear. It's not that hard. It really isn't. Um, we make it hard because we want to do something that inside we know isn't right. It doesn't line up with, with, with what our core values say. And so we make it harder than it is. But if we just stick with uh, the qualities that God loves and the qualities that God hates, it's not that hard. Amen. All right. All right. Listen, do we have prayer requests tonight? Go ahead and populate the line. While you're doing that, I want to ask that you be in prayer for uh, Mother Harrington. Mother Harrington did lose uh, her dear, dear sister. Uh, earlier this week. And so we're going to be asking that you lift up the Harrington family, Mother Linda Harrington and family, lift them up in your prayers, keep them uh, in, in your hearts and in your minds. Uh, they, she did lose her dear, dear sister. Uh, and I know she's grieving that right now. Keep them in your prayers. Do we have other prayers that we want to lift up on tonight? If you will let us know, uh, Shelba Moore, amen. God bless you. Seeking prayer. Uh, for her family. Amen. We will do just that. Uh, lifting up the Bronson family as well. God bless you. Thank you, Sister Bronson. Amen. Paula, that's right. It's not that hard. Anita Shaw, pray for you and for your family. We will do that, Sister Shaw. God bless you. Uh, Sister Cannon, pray for all of us, the state and this nation. Let's keep doing that, y'all. We got to do that. Sister Ellis, requesting prayer for Lymus and Stephanie Magruder. All, all right. We will do that. Amen. Thank you, Sister Ellis, for lifting them up. Felicia Williams and family, God bless you, Sister Williams. We will lift you up. Dorothy Aldridge, yes. Thank you for remem remembering Sister Aldridge. Amen. God bless you. We will lift her up as well. Dortha and Percy Lee, okay, yeah. We'll lift them up as well. Thank you so much. Sister Tally, lifting up your niece, uh, Vivian. All right, we will lift up Vivian. Amen. Tammy Terrell Brooks, we will lift you up as well. Amen. Call my name. I hear you, sister. Pray for my family, sister Ruth Ann Wilson. We will do just that. Praying for the Ellis family as well. Amen. Sister Sexton, praying for Merlene Jones. Amen. We will do that. Sister Ford, Bishop, uh, praying for Dr. Michael Ford, uh, Christ Temple. Amen. I remember that from last week. Amen. We will do that as well. Uh, Margaret Berry, Rufus Clark, Billy Clark, si your siblings. Amen. God bless you, Sister Moncure. Yes, we will lift them all up. Amen. As you're continuing to do that, I don't believe we have any announcements. Uh, if if so, if we have any announcements, uh, I will wait to hear from. Amen. Let's see. Nope, no announcements. If, if there are any and I'm not remembering them, go ahead and text me now. Amen. Uh, Sister Ruby Woodard in in Washington, Sister Sharon, amen. We will lift you, Sister, up. Cassandra Barrett, uh, we will lift you up. Cassandra, praying for Kim Ellis, our praise team member, amen, amen. Yeah, 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 uh, um, uh, an event going on, a, a conference, uh, conference. I, I got the word on that. We'll be lifting her up, amen. Praying for Mother Sutton, thank you, thank you. Praying for Mother Sutton, Shelly Goldman. Amen. Praying for the family in New Orleans. All right. Yes. Okay. I knew it was something. Uh, daylight savings time. Thank you. Uh, they, listen, we, we gain an hour. We fall back. We fall back this week, but uh, service is going to continue to be at 11 uh, a.m. And so you're going to gain an hour. That's right. You're going to gain an hour, but service uh, will be at 11 a.m. Also, K-Kids, 
uh, live will be next Thursday. Kate Kids live on next Thursday for all of our children. Amen. God bless you. Listen, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for this day, for this time together. Thank you, Lord, that your word really isn't that hard. We make it hard sometimes, harder than it has to be. But God, thank you that you make it real easy. You make it real simple. And that you give us your spirit to help us discern what is true, what is right, and what is your will. And so, God, we pray now for, we pray for the sake of this nation. We pray, oh God, for your will to be done. You know what is and what is not. You know what needs to be. And so, Lord, we simply pray your will be done. Use us to be your voice. To speak your will through our votes. Less of us, more of you. Lord, we pray that we would see clearly your will for national elections, for state elections, for local elections. Show us, direct us, and God, as we go out, protect us. Protect us from coronavirus. Protect us from voter intimidation tactics. Protect us from any weapon that would be formed against us so that it will not prosper. God, we thank you for all who have been with us tonight. And we pray for all who have been so kind to lift up others, saying pray for these people. And so, Lord, for every name that has populated this chat line, I pray your blessings upon them. For every name that is in our hearts and in our minds, God, be a very present help. Touch, oh God, Mother Harrington right now. Lift her head, dry her tears, restore her joy and her hope in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I know you can. I ask that you will. Do a special work now. For Shelly Goldman, oh God, continue to bless, continue to heal in the name of Jesus. Brother and sister Lee, oh God, touch now in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We give you the glory. God, we pray now for our brothers and sisters in New Orleans and in South Mississippi. Protect them from the storm, from the surge and from the rain. Oh God, be a hedge and a present help. We love you, we adore you, and we believe it to be done now in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray, amen and amen. God bless you, God bless you, thank you so much. Listen, most of you all stayed on tonight. I see just a few dropped off before the benediction, amen, so we're doing better. God bless you, we will see you soon. God bless you, good night.